0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Huge revelation from the uh, researchers at Boston University School of Medicine yesterday. Uh, The report is that they've made a discovery that may lead to the diagnosis of the disease, CTE, in living football players. Up to this point, uh, the only way you could diagnose it was once someone expired. Postmortem, yep. Yeah, and as I, I explained uh, at the end of the last uh, hour, uh, you have been just so attentive to this situation you've met with folks in the military about head trauma and PTSD mm-hmm. and things of that nature. You've already uh, decided to donate your brain uh, to Boston University School of Medicine, and uh, you, you've you studied this at, uh, so uh, intently uh, and, and intensely that uh, I, this is perfect. I, I, I was happy, one, to hear that they may have found a way to diagnose this in living uh, folks, but also the fact yeah. that you're sitting here next to me and you could speak at length uh, about this entire situation. So what was your takeaway from the revelations yesterday?
2: Well, Boston, Univer- Boston University, not to be confused with Boston College, mm-hmm. the Boston University, um, Chris, Dr. Chris Lewinsky, Um, who's the guy I met that is involved with this study since the start, since back in the, the Benjamin Olomalu days Um, he of the concussion movie and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. He kind of went on to be a media star and Chris and Dr. Ann McKee and a lot of the other people there at Boston, U have been right there with all these donated brains and everything else and studying and studying. And they're, they're trying to get down to the basic why, of this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And what they think they have identified is the biomarker that identifies CTE. And why is that important? Well, before you can get a cure, before you can diagnose a cause, before you can do all those other things, you've got to find out and and figure out what the biomarker is and and what identifies CTE as CTE. So that's what they think they've identified. And if, if you want to say, well, so what, or what's that really mean, Think back to the old days. Think back to the, everyone remembers when AIDS, HIV, and all that first came out of the scene. Mm-hmm. They didn't know, A, what caused it, B, where it came from, blah, blah, blah. And it started with identifying the biomarker. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that's something they can do. Now, Aaron Taylor was funny because he goes, I have kind of mixed feelings about whether or not I want to identify it because then it can be, do I take that test? Right. Do I want to know? Right. And that's that's true. Yeah. It will put this story of of Aaron Hernandez back on the front pages. Hopefully, um, he was identified with stage three CTE yeah. at his age, young guy, thirties,
1: young early thirties, I yeah. believe. Oh, he no uh, uh, Aaron Hernandez? Yeah, no, twenty seven, I believe. Oh, okay, yeah, but he had stage three already. Right.
2: So you you're gonna look at that and the biomarkers. Uh, it's CCL2 is what they've de- designated it as. And if you can figure that out, you can figure out right. what's coming next. It's a, it's a tau protein that usually clumps together. And the best way to think about it is you, you've seen salt or calcium deposits. Yes. Like in your knee or something. They, they take them out. They flush them out. Right. That's what is in your or,
1: or, 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 gout. Yeah, that's when it crystallizes. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's what's in your brain. In the case of CTE, and it affects and and kills basically sections of your brain. If you've gone through the concussion protocol for the mm-hmm. lawsuit, uh, they've done an MRI on your brain, and if you've seen that MRI, if you have spots in your brain that are dull and null and void or dark. That's sort of an indication. There's a dead area there, and and there's a chance that you could have that. It's not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, if you have the biomarker, you'll be able to test and say, yes, that's what that is. That's the early stages. Now, will that help you at that point? Not till they figure out how the hell to stop it. Right. But you know, hopefully, this is something that's right around the right around the bend. The problem with this, seriously, BJ, is the fact that. Boston University is doing great work on this. The Department of Defense is doing great work mm-hmm. on this. There are literally maybe 20 leaders around the country that are doing great work on this. But there's no one centralized place. Gotcha. Which really there should be. And we can talk at a later date. I'm, in, you know, I'm, I'm involved in a, a center that wants to or a group that wants to be that place. Um, and they want to be the place where all that knowledge, all that testing, everything kind of funnels to the same spot. What's
1: getting in the way? Is it is it egos? Is it money? What is keeping yes. these groups from? Yes, yes, you know, to yeah. those right.
2: Yeah, you know what? It's no different than daycare. Yeah, even at that age, even at advanced ages, many people don't play well the others. Right. Right. Don't share credit with others. Yeah. Don't share you know, the information well with uh, others. That's the nature of not only journalism, but it's also the nature of science. Right. Everyone wants to be first. And to if be If you first. share, yep. you're not going to be first. Yeah.
1: There you go. Um,
2: but if we can do that, if we can get a centralized location, that's something. It's away from this subject, but it's if you can get a centralized location, I think you can come to the come to the crux of the problem. Because in the Department of Defense, in our armed forces, there is a huge problem with this mm-hmm. that people don't talk about. Yeah. Not only the blunt force of of explosion things that have come out and caused PTSD and CTE and all that in our military, um, things you never really even think about. Imagine you're a, you're a navy pilot and you're landing on an aircraft carrier. You know what all that deacceleration does to your your brain? A lot, I mean, a lot of
1: G forces are just landing. Literally,
2: your brain is like. Com- Squeeze into the front of your head as yeah. you land. So they've come to find out that there are some very similar things to that experience, to concussions, to everything else that happens. And there's got to be somewhere where you can, you can do that centralized.
1: Right. Uh, researchers from BU and the VA Boston Healthcare System, speaking of our armed forces, uh, studied the brains of 23 former football players who were diagnosed with CTE, in addition to the brains of 50 non athletes. Who suffered from Alzheimer's disease, plus 18 non-athlete control brains, and their findings were, were published uh, just yesterday. And, and you mentioned the elevated levels of uh, that protein, uh, CCL2, uh, which is related to inflammation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, man, this is phenomenal news. It, you know, I, of course, it's just at the beginning stages, but if they can start diagnosing this. Uh, while we're we're still here yeah. and, and 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 alive uh that is just so promising wow and and then well, how of course, great to would it be on the sideline to be
2: able to you see a guy get drilled yeah you know pick a game last weekend that you saw a young man take a take mm-hmm. a severe blow yeah how about kind of like you test blood sugar for diabetes? You could have a a finger prick test, blood sugar or a blood test on mm-hmm. the sideline to identify
1: something that will tell you right. there's swelling, there's ble- bleeding yes. on the brain. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know, once we get a hold on on this, uh, of course, being able to. Measure the levels of that protein, and and yeah, the sky's the limit. You you mm-hmm. would think just like your example you used. I thought it was a perfect example too. Uh, biomarkers for age, HIV, yeah, uh, figured that out. Now people are living with it. Uh, you know, Magic Johnson is, is, comes to mind, of course, and and uh, there are many others who have prolonged their lives because we were able to yeah. diagnose it. You haven't at cured, the very you basis. You haven't
2: cured it. Not haven't, you haven't but cured you, it, but you can keep it at at arm's length, right? For an, a nearly indefinite period of time. Right. So, you know, and, and I've got a good friend that I played with, Dwight Clark, is suffering yeah. with ALS early onset. I mean, I'm, we're talking about really bad onset uh, ALS, one of the most wonderful people I know. And that's another one of these diseases that's of the mind, of the mm-hmm. brain, um, that's related. This is all tied in right. together.
1: Dementia, yeah. ALS uh the C T, all of that, they're all co mingling. Yep. uh, if you will. What well, that's phenomenal. And I know you're gonna to continue to do uh what you've been doing and meeting with the Department of Defense and, and the the folks up at, at BU as well. So uh even though you're not here on a permanent basis, definitely keep us oh, you got it. on 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 what's going uh in in this area. So that that is just phenomenal uh, information and you know the the other questions now. As you mentioned Aaron and we were having this conversation yesterday when the news broke that uh, there are going to be us uh, that are afraid to partake in in these studies. I, I went through the concussion protocols and the baseline testing and all that and was frightened as hell going in there. Once I decided I was going to take that next step, and and I know you've you've donated your. You're gonna donate your brain. Right? How much? Uh, how excruciating was it for you to make that decision?
2: Not really. You know, they don't. First of all, not to be a complete smartass, but I mean, <laughs> they don't. They don't get it till I'm done with it. Right. So, so it's not too much to worry about. It. It's like, yeah. oh, excuse me, we need it now. Right. Um, but I, I think it's kind of the least you can do.
1: Right. But the fact that now they may be able to determine while you're still using it, while you still yeah. need it. Yeah. Now, would that change your, uh, let's see, your, your d- deliberation as to whether or not you want to do it? Would it be a little bit more harrowing? I, I, to I'll, the- gi- I'll give you an
2: analogy. Um, lung cancer. They haven't, let's call this lung cancer. If they identify the biomarker that actually causes and leads to lung cancer... Does that mean they've cured lung cancer? No, you won't get any No one get yeah, it anymore. Right. So there's 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 cause effect. There's all these different layers to it. So it's it's going to be a significant period of time. I'd like to think I will live indefinitely. Um, like all of us, at yeah, times I right. act and think like it. Yep. Uh, that I will, but uh, in reality I won't. So yeah, you know, eventually they'll they'll get that thing to cut through and and study. I know those tests, doctor. I went to told me, he goes, I can't tell that you played football for an extended period of time. He goes, that's a good thing.
1: Yeah. I said, well, all right, all right. Cool. That is a good thing. That's great. And considering you have shared this, when you made your announcement, all the concussions and the blackouts you experienced yeah. and, and, and things of that nature. So I think, yeah. of course, everyone I'm just naturally bent. Yeah, it's naturally it's or, messed It's, orga- up. it's organic. <laughs> everyone anatomically speaking is different, <laughs> right? And you, you, you are definitely uh, different. So uh, great work they're doing there in, in Boston, and and I am so uh, thankful that they are they are doing it now. The other question begs: you know, if we have these tests on the sideline, we can immediately. Uh, diagnose a player, uh, taking your example, uh, do you say, okay, that's it? You've already had players that that have called it quits. Uh, Chris Borland after your 49ers, -hmm. former Wisconsin (laughs) linebacker, said, I'm done with it. There have been others, the young man, the offensive lineman, the the mathematician, the genius uh, there with the Baltimore Ravens. Right. Uh, He he shut it down. And and now you may have, hopefully, and I know I'm getting way Mm -hmm. down the road, uh, but this, this information that we received yesterday is so promising, seems yeah. so promising. but It'll, now- keep, it'll keep squeezing football. Yeah. NFL is going to hate it. Yeah,
2: College football has done so much better job of sort of dealing with the idea and being proactive about it, and not only in the studies and everything else. And the NFL wants to pretend it doesn't exist still. Well, you know, it really, it really does and it really has. It's going to affect the amount of youth football. You're gonna have a lot of flag football. Great time to be teaching fundamentals, but you're not gonna have people crushing each other until maybe you're 14, 15 years old. You know, does yeah. that mean you don't play contact football? Well, too bad. Play basketball. Play baseball. Do do something else. It will affect football on that level. Um, and, and the bottom line for the NFL, you know, maybe the NFL at someday becomes kind of like MMA, kind of like pro boxing. Where only a certain profile of athlete of any background right. does it. Right. So Sometimes because they have to. Sometimes because they love it. Sometimes, But the bottom line is you're going to know going in exactly what the – you can make an informed decision. Right. We, we never made an informed decision right. because no one ever told us this right. was possible.
1: Exactly. And throw hockey into the mix as yeah, well. Exactly. Another collision sport. Yeah. A lot uh, of kids quitting soccer,
2: yeah. especially girls' soccer. Girls, uh, uh, for some reason, are more prone – to concussion by headshots.
1: And and also throw in uh racing. Mm-hmm. NASCAR. Yeah. You know the, the head trauma that you, you can experience there from the uh the violent wrecks that the de uh, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, for sure. All right, great stuff from Boston University, everyone up there and, and Randy, thanks for sure. illuminating what uh the, the findings that uh that they announced uh yesterday and, and hopefully it can continue to get to the bottom of uh this CTE a situation that uh, is first and foremost on a lot of former players' minds uh, as we sit here today. Uh, that was some sobering news, but uh, and, and also, how about some fun? Can we have some fun on this down show? We haven't fun in a long, long time. Fun. Let's have some fun. Our, our buddy PDB, is a big-time wrestler or a wrestling fan. Oh yeah, yeah. We, you know, a lot of us gave it up at a very young age. PDB, he's hanging on to it. And uh as others are because it's still a huge business. And one of my favorites from back in the day, uh speaking of revelations, man. Okay. Now he's not on that Wilt Chamberlain level, but he's he's close. Pretty damn he's he, in the same zip code. He's in the same, if same His zip numbers code. are correct. <laughs> we'll tell you what we're talking about on the other side.
3: Keep up with the latest on the show on Twitter at Geo
1: and Jones. Geo is not in. Randy Cross is in. And Brad Heller's back. Hi guys. Hi guys. Hi guys. How like, are you?
2: Kind of like that rash. You just keep coming back, don't you? <laughs> can't get rid of me. Can't get rid of me.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's what bogish has. Maybe that's a rash. Is that what it is? He didn't want to get us all infected? Uh it's He's contagious. Bogish, man. House problems, sick. Who knows? Could Who be knows? Anywhere. You get sick in radio, man. You can't get sick. Did you ever play sick, Randy? numerous P- times play sick yeah Now, usually when i was sick
2: i was sick <laughs> i didn't have to actually I, I love people that know all the great ways to call in sick where they talk about well, what you gotta do is you lay on your bed with your head over the edge of the bed and looking on, uh, backwards and then get on the phone because you'll sound really congested <laughs> is really? <that> right?
1: seriously <laughs> you put way too much thought in yeah this. there's a method to this huh Wow! So, so, inver- so invert yourself
3: for five minutes. Hold your <laughs> yeah, breath. That's
1: right. Wow. Uh, okay. have to write that one down, too. <laughs> no, won't be needing that one.
3: Brad Heller, give me an update, dog. All right, gentlemen. Rick Pitino calls the allegations a complete shock. His Louisville program part of the FBI investigation into corruption in college basketball. Miami also mentioned in court documents, although not by name, both schools, sponsored by Adidas, the head of sports marketing there, allegedly paid players and their families to go to these schools and then eventually sign with Adidas. Four prominent assistant coaches, including Chuck Person at Auburn, were also arrested. They're accused of accepting bribes to steer players <laughs> to specific agents.
1: Come on, man. The rifleman. Come on. Hey, Chuck Person. Anyway. Guarding that, garden that money. Yeah. Need a rifle for
2: that.
3: Yeah. Now, this is just the beginning of this story. We'll yep. see how it develops for sure, especially at Louisville with uh, Patino and what's going on, what's already gone on with the Cardinals program there. All right, updated the baseball playoff races. The Red Sox lead in the AL East. It continues to shrink.
0: And it's the first pitch he sees this time up in the air to right center field. Chris Young's going back. He looks up, and it's gone. Over the Red Sox bullpen. Josh Donaldson has run again, number 33 of the season, is
3: second tonight. And Joe Siddle on the Blue Jays radio network. Both home runs of Chris Saley. gave up four home runs. Red Sox lost to the Blue Jays, 9-4 at Fenway. Boston's lead down to three games on the Yankees, who beat the Rays in New York 6-1. The Yankees did lock up home field in the wild card game. The Twins' magic number for the last wild card spot, well, that is down to one. And Shaw's 0-1 pitch, a swing and a fly ball into right center field. Back goes Bruce, back at the wall, it is gone, a home run! Brian Dozier goes the opposite way! An eighth inning go-ahead, three-run homer, and with one swing of the bat, the Twins have the lead. Corey Provis on the Twins Radio Network. Twins win their fifth in a row, 8 6 over the Indians. In the National League, the Cubs, their magic number to clinch the Central, still at one. They lost to the Cardinals in St. Louis, 8 7. The Brewers beat the Reds at home, 7 6. Milwaukee, still a game and a half behind Colorado for the final playoff spot. The Rockies blanked the Marlins, 6 0. The Dodgers locked up home field in the NL playoffs. They beat the Padres. 9-2. to two. The Packers are asking fans to join them tomorrow night at Lambeau and linking arms during the National Anthem. Packers and Bears will kick off Week 4. According to the Wall Street Journal, DirecTV is offering refunds for fans who want to cancel their NFL Sunday ticket package because of the Anthem protests. And Dwayne Wade is expected to clear waivers today. He'll reportedly sign a one-year, $2 million deal with the Cavaliers, guys.
1: Thanks, Brad. Yeah, that's interesting, that direct TV deal. And uh, they're saying, okay, if you want a refund, we'll give you a refund. And, and I'm sure some people will take them up on that and and others will not. We need our football. We love our football. And uh, I just don't like marginalizing players. And and this is not messing with the action actually on the field, uh, what these guys are doing prior to, to kickoff. But uh, to each his own, and, and we'll see – how many decide to uh, take Directv up on their offering? That thing package keeps going up, man. That uh, constantly. Ah, I was looking at my bill. Yeah. Like,
2: whoo. I don't have it anymore. Really? I've got Red Zone. Yeah. I'm with uh, AT and T. Yeah. So you get Red Zone as standard. And, and it turns out. Well, AT and T is Directv now. Yeah, they own it. Right. But that was the whole appeal of Directv back in the day. You could get. The package. Right. You can do the same thing on AT and T. But the great thing about this deal is, I found I found myself watching individual games. I'd tape individual games. That yes. was I did NFL for twenty years right. for CBS. Right. Um, I'd, I'd tape the games or DVR the games, but I'd watch Red Zone. Yeah. So I sat back after a while. and I went, well, okay, I can do that, but that's all I watch anyway. 'Cause
1: it's AD, gotcha. it's A D D football. Right it is, definitely. you like you're a tennis match You're it's going per- back it's, and forth.
2: It's perfect. Yeah. If you're a fantasy fan or if you're a modern fan of football, it's
1: perfect. I'll watch the mix. They'll have uh yeah. I think it's seven oh one and seven oh two and, and of course it condenses as the games conclude, but I, I just watch the mix and I have six or seven eight games right there and and Luckily for me, I got big enough television where even though you're watching the mix, it's still a, a pretty good picture uh, with all those games up on the screen. So I, I watch that more than I do uh, the red zone, and, and it works for me. So that, that's cool. Uh, it's time to answer our question, our Ask the Pros question of the day, brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question is, will Rick Patino be the head coach of Louisville by the end of the week? That comes from Josh in Sacramento. Don't forget, you can submit a question by going to CB, SportsRadio.com, ask the pros, or tweet that question to us at CBS Sports Radio using the hashtag Ask the Pros. Sign up to be an o Rewards member today and start earning instantly. O'Rewards member, members earn $5 back for every 150 points you earn. It's fast, it's easy, and free. Only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. See store for details. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh. Great question. I think we're not the only ones wondering... What will happen there at Louisville? Oh, I'm gonna say by the end of the week, it's the Wednesday. Week? Yes, by the end of the week, yes. Week's over, we call that Saturday or yeah. Sunday, the start of the week? Sunday's the
2: start of the week for me. Okay, so you oh, hell yeah. Yeah, he'll make it through Only, the weekend. To Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Saturday,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday, Tuesday? Yeah, maybe not now, so much.
2: No, I'd give some better odds about the month. <laughs> I know, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I know the end of the month is what, next Wednesday? Something like that yeah I believe is it next what's today twenty seven so give, that, give that a chance to twenty seven a little more sunlight a little yeah. more shining on that a little yeah. more investigation starts coming out we'll see a little more squealing hey gonna be some gonna be some serious
1: snitches big time big time you know that's for, for show sure. uh speaking of snitching snitching on yourself or a proud snitch yeah Rick flair Now, I can't help it that I'm custom made. I can't help it that I look good, smell good, can't dance all night long. (laughs) (laughs) That's the beginning of one of my favorite songs currently, uh, Cameron's DIA, Done It All. And he starts it all with Ric Flair there. He was one of the best. Ever in the business, he, Dusty Rhodes, he's a blonde-haired train wreck, and 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 and, and The Rock. Those have to be your top three, wouldn't you say? In selling, wrestling's it. got a whole bunch of those guys. Yeah, Macho Man is in there as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there there were, there were some, yeah, some go down, some, down the list,
2: especially in the last twenty years. There were some great ones. It's blown up as far as yeah, as far as the attention to it. Um yeah, I, I did a little math on this.
1: You did a little math Dude, because Rick ahead, Flair. Go, go ahead and see. What Rick Flair has said mm-hmm. he estimates that he slept with more than ten thousand women. Now, okay. Wilt Chamberlain, I think he put the number at twenty thousand. 20, twenty-five thousand. Twenty-five thousand. Yeah. Wilt said t- at least twenty-five thousand. Mm-hmm. Now, the Nature Boy That's says a... at
2: least. Ten thousand. So you did some math. Rick's like sixty-five. Okay, right. So on the on the math chart. Okay, you you're talking about ten thousand. Ten thousand. Let's say he started at fifteen years old. Okay. All right. All right. Fifteen. Fifteen divided by per year. Whoa. Separate sex partners. Wow. Two hundred a year at ten thousand. Yeah. So the wilt the wilt numbers. Then you've got to figure. You're talking about for about one and a half to one and a quarter, one and three quarters per day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's some off years, of course, you would imagine, you know, if you started at 15, mm-hmm. let's say 15. And 15 to, may be too late. Well, No, I'm just saying that from 15, let's say you started at 15, from 15 to yeah. 21, come on. Yeah, but There's they, no way, because you don't have the notoriety and the fame at that point. And
2: now he might be a little tired because he was in ICU for about a week and a half. He almost died here recently. Right, yeah. So if you do, maybe nothing, that was cause. If you do nothing for that two-week period, <laughs> you got some makeup to do once you get <laughs> right, out on the yeah. other side. Yeah. So
1: maybe that brought it back front of mine. Now, there had to have been some robust years in there because uh, you, you would think some up years, some down years, dare I... Use that, yeah. You, you dare metaphor, yeah. But, uh, and and there was some,
2: but some, that puts it in perspective. 200, 200 a year, yeah. That, and that, you figure they travel in that business. Um, I got to know Terry Funk, yeah, wrestler, Terry really Dory well. Funk,
1: yeah, yeah, Terry, man.
2: They 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 live in Canyon, Texas, right? Uh, real good friends with mm-hmm. a great friend of mine, great buddy Terry uh, and Dory Funk Jr. John Ayers, who went to West Texas State, yep. Um, we used to play at Canyon High School in their stadium. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, those guys, a little crazy, mm-hmm. you know, that whole era. But they travel easy over 300 days yeah. a year. Easy. Yep. Spinning Toho. The Funk Brothers. What they so, put on you. at 200 a year, that tells you what you got to be doing. Not only are you getting...
1: You're getting busy in the ring. You're getting busy everywhere else.
2: <laughs>
1: That's amazing. 10,000. Wow. Yeah. That, that is a lot. It's a traveling circus is essentially Styling what it is. Styling and profile. That's it. And, and uh, I'm sure he had a lot of suitors, but 10,000.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and glad to see his health getting better.
1: Yeah. Uh, great.
2: Can't say much for his memory.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hey, he may have been off a little bit. He may, have you gone, know. He may have been north of that number. That's just amazing. What a, what a what a trip. What a salesman, though. That guy was phenomenal for wrestling. Uh, he, he saw ice to Eskimo. He, he was. Oh just, yeah. He, he, there was
2: a guy back in the day <clears throat> named Freddie Blassie. You remember mm-hmm. him? Yes. He was kind of Flair before Flair. Yeah. You know. He,
1: I, I remember him, and we just lost uh, who Bobby the Brain Bobby Heenan. Heenan. Yeah, yeah. He he, he just uh, passed. So uh, yeah, man. The, back when I was watching and and really into it, you know, like I said, Dusty Rose was my guy. Yeah. Tower power, power, too sweet in, to glad, be so.
2: Glad they're all still. A lot of them are
1: still around. Yeah. Because one thing it seems like we don't see a whole lot are old wrestlers. That is true. You don't now. The, the Funk Brothers are still with us, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are. Terry and Dory Funk Jr. Whew, going back, reminiscing. Good stuff there. Let's uh, look forward a little bit. We're going to have our buddy Rick Neuheisel join us. Of course, uh, he's a college football analyst. Not singing. No singing. No no, no,
2: no singing. More importantly, you're not planning on singing. No, no, no.
1: no. He forces me to do it, uh, I think, because it makes him look even better, even though he doesn't need to look better (laughs) or sound better than me. And we may have to tee up our little diss track for him uh, when we bring him on here. Yeah, Yeah, there's one guy in the stadium (laughs) not having so much fun. That's it. The DC. That, that's the DC. I'm the DC. Everybody wants to be me. D.C. <laughs> Everybody wants to be me. That is some bad singing. Wow. Okay. Rick Newhouse, of CBS Sports College Football Island. He's going to join us next. CBS Sports. This Radio.
3: is Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio.
1: Rick. Joe Rick. I'm sick of the shtick. Put away the guitar before I go shoot ya. (laughs) Listen up, New Hizel. This about survival. You know where I'm from. Check my Ancestry.com. Ivory Coast, Nigeria. Enough to put the fear in ya. (laughs) I ain't playing, Rick. You should be shooker than zooker. Where you at, dog? I don't hear a murmur. Too soon, my bad. I'm just that mad. (laughs) I baluse you that thing like an animal house. (laughs) Boom! (laughs) Uh. What's up, man?
0: Oh! <laughs> Once again, your vocal performance just lighting up their, everybody's morning. Oh,
1: stop lying, man! <laughs> hey, Randy, sitting in with me uh, for the for the second day uh, this week. Icons yeah. in the same studio. Who knew there was enough room. We have two and a half Bruins. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys want to claim them these days. Where they've been getting whipped up on. Talk first about your alma mater. That was a hard one to to to, to uh, watch and swallow last week versus Stanford. Well, Jim Moore
0: those on the East Coast didn't stay up. Oh, <laughs> no kid. Uh, yeah, I, for whatever reason, they just haven't put uh, two sides of the ball together. Uh, other than the second half against A and M, where they kind of blew everybody's mind coming back from forty-four to ten. But uh, run defense gave way uh, Bryce Love, who had been sensational, and quietly, quietly is having kind of a Saquon Barkley kind of year. Unfortunately for Bryce Love, he's just not on a team that's quite as hot as Penn State right now. But uh, uh, really, really, everybody said, how are you going to replace Christian McCaffrey where Bryce Love says watch? <laughs> and mm-hmm. he's having a whale of a season.
2: Hey, Rick, you know, you look at what's going on right now in the SEC – um, and putting the Alabama, basically, annihilation of Vanderbilt aside, what are your thoughts on the rest of the SEC and how it's starting to kind of settle out and, and how much should should Georgia fans really buy into what their team's doing?
0: Well, you know, Steve Spurrier and I were talking about this yesterday. And, and the problem with the SEC and the problem with a lot of college football, and I don't know that it's a problem or, or or one of the great traits that we have, is the expectations at probably seven of the SEC 14 schools are that if we're not a top 10 or top 5 team, we need to fire our coach. Mm-hmm. Now, there's only one school in the SEC that's going to be a top 5 team annually, and that's Nick Saban and the process, and their recruiting is, is off the charts, and, and obviously they've been in that role Uh, For some time, but think of the other six and I'm talking about LSU. I'm talking about Texas A&M. I'm talking about Tennessee. I'm talking about Georgia. I'm talking about Florida. You know, these, these schools uh, all, and and, and Auburn's in there as well. These schools all, if they're not a top five to top 10 team, they want somebody's head. And right now, Kevin Sumlin and uh, Butch Jones are feeling that heat. You know, we, there were people talking about Jim McElwain. Is he the right guy? Because Florida's offense has been sputtering, but he's won two SEC titles and he's won nine of ten games decided by a touchdown or less. I mean, it, to me, it's it's good college football, if not great college football. But expectations are out of whack, and and the problem is they also spend all the money in the world. So you, if It's not as though these guys can can claim they don't have the resources to finance these expectations. I just think the expectations are just too high.
1: Do you see a reversing course and and people come back down to earth and realize, hey, that's not our reality year in and year out. There may be a year where we we grab the the thing by the tail and and we're the the big kahuna, but that's not going to be each and every season.
0: Well, and, and, and you, let's use Tennessee as as, uh, as as the case study here, Brian, because you and you were a Tennessee fan a year ago. You had them in your Final Four because all the all, everything lined up with all the seniors coming back and so forth. And gosh darn, did they entertain us for the first half of the season! But attrition hits; too many guys go down, and with that, so did to their fortunes. And next thing you know butch jones is on the hot seat in a year where he's lost his starting quarterback he's lost a great number of guys on the defensive side including his best pass rusher in derrick barnett you are in harm's way you are in absolute harm's way and that's why this is kind of a butch's last stand as we uh, uh air the uh tennessee georgia game this week in knoxville i mean butch jones is embattled right now so it's it's just uh kind of the nature of the beast right now but it's if if you want to have a long long career, don't get into college coaching.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, one of the one of the highly anticipated decisions that Kirby Smart has kicked down the road a little bit is that quarterback decision he's going to have with Jake Fromm and Jacob Eason. You know you you've been involved with quite a few right. high quality quarterbacks in your time as a coach. How is this usually resolved? I mean, is this something that he gets healthy and the kid keeps playing well, the kid being Jake Fromm in this case, right. um, you don't have much of a choice but to sort of stay with the hot hand, do you?
0: This is one of those deals that, uh, from from outside looking in, doesn't look fair. You know, uh, Jake Geith, Jacob Eason was the car, starting quarterback. He gets tweaked. Brian hated the play, a guy hitting him out of bounds, and, and uh, you know, he. he He's lost for a bit of time, and here comes Jake Fromm. And Jake Fromm, as you just said, Randy, is playing tremendously. But what we don't know from our vantage point is how those kids are in the locker room. And my guess is, and the reason we heard so much about Jake Fromm uh, over the course of last spring into the fall is, He's he's one of those locker room guys. He's a guy that can clap in the huddle and everybody pays attention and it's never too big for him. I think it was obvious to all of us when he got into the game, even against App State, this, he wasn't nervous. He he couldn't wait to play. On the big stage at Notre Dame, he did the same thing. Now, Jim Chaney uh, has been kind of nursing him, but this last game against Mississippi State, I thought that was Jim Chaney's best game as the coordinator at Georgia. He looked uh, – Uh, like he had all the tools his receivers were getting down the field they had explosives they had chubb back to full speed i I think this is a really good looking georgia team right now and if that be the case you're not going to mess with the quarterback position
1: speaking of quarterbacks felipe frank's bench last week in that kentucky florida ball game luke del rio comes in throws the uh, winning score and now he's the starter does Jim McIlwain and my man, uh, Doug Nussmar, do they just need to settle on one quarterback or is this back and forth? Does it work for them?
0: Well, to me, Brian, I, I thought, you know, to go get Malik Zaire, maybe they were saying, you know, everybody else has got a dual threat quarterback. Why don't we get one? Why don't we get a guy that we can put some offense in there with some zone read, get some option stuff going, get an extra number in the box and, and have our way with the math of offensive football. Uh, but, they're stubborn. They don't want to do that. They want to play their West Coast offense, and certainly they've been successful with it. As we just pointed out, McIlwain's won a bunch of close games. And if you're going to be in a West Coast offense, then you ought to go with the guy who's the coach on the field, and that's Luke Del Rio. He's, you know, His dad's the coach of the Raiders. He's he's savvy. He's been around film and his whole life. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's a team guy. You saw him waving his towel even when he wasn't in the game when they beat Tennessee in Gainesville. I, I think this is a good move. Uh, if you're going to stick with that offense, this is the guy that probably can get you more first downs than any of the other guys. He may not have the big play uh, wow factor, but he can, he's going to be able to uh, what's the old saying about quarterbacks manage games really, really well. Don't
1: <laughs> they hated that? <laughs> I know.
0: I hate, but I I go back to my career. I was a great man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, are, are we in that time of the year, Rick, where we've got to see impressive performances, to keep teams top towards the top, you know, and I, I particularly think of teams like Clemson and Oklahoma and teams like that, that it seems opinions change kind of like wind direction, depending on <laughs> what the latest, what the well, latest yeah, effort pe- is on the field.
0: People always want the, you know, have a flair for the dramatic. We want the, we want the dramatic. But to me, I think Alabama and Clemson have kind of, if not in Penn, then certainly Dark Pencil put themselves in the Final Four. I mean, their defenses have shown to be so impressive that they're never going to be out of a game. And their offenses, with their dual-threat quarterbacks, uh have enough sizzle to, to make it work. And, and so, yeah, they might stumble, but I think we're always going to kind of gravitate towards them because we've seen them the last two years be so dang impressive and they haven't blown it in the playoffs. All those things that kind of haunt our memories, I think those two teams are in. So now it comes down to, yes, you got to impress us, but also just keep looking at schedules. And I think Washington in the Pac-12 and Wisconsin in the Big Ten have schedules that if they can get to their championship games which i think are their their big favorites to do so i think both have great chances to get to the final four because the on the other side of the big 10 while everybody's enamored with penn state they looked at least vulnerable this last week and sc has certainly looked vulnerable on the other side of the pac-12 uh and then you've got a big-time group of teams going to fight it out in that Big 12, and now Oklahoma's sitting, why do we get the playoff game this year? <laughs> because they already have a win over uh, Ohio State team on the road, so I, I just think Wisconsin and Washington are going to be kind of in the weeds, kind of. I, and I think it would, wouldn't surprise me at all that they
1: make it that What year. about TCU? How impressive was that victory on the road versus I mean, a ranked Oklahoma State team?
0: Gary Patterson has added one more weapon to his quiver, which is time of possession. I mean, against both Arkansas and Oklahoma State, he was able to play Mm keep-away. And Sonny Cumbie's ability to kind of manage Kenny Hill and keep the interceptions down and get him to be the efficient player that they all want him to be, along with your guy, Darius Anderson, right that running back at Mm -hmm. TCU, Mm -hmm. I think all that fits well into TCU having great chances. The only problem is, again, West Virginia, Oklahoma, Kansas State—they're all still looming, and to see them get through all that without a blemish would be—is for me a little bit difficult to imagine.
1: You could have thrown Texas in there too, man. Come on, I was, could, no could have.
0: I was waiting for you. I wanted <laughs> you to throw a ball.
1: Could have thrown them in there. I
2: mean, heck. Hey, by the way, good luck with uh, Friday night, seeing as you're on Fantasy Island all by yourself on that SC pick.
0: Yeah, exactly. SC and Washington State, and, and you guys all jumped on the uh, the Wizard of the Palouse, you know, the of Palouse, Leach, who has never answered a question about football in his life. <laughs> he goes into Lentil, he goes into Geronimo, he yeah. goes into pirate ships, but he doesn't want to talk X's and O's. But uh, the bottom line is, I believe uh sc has the wherewithal to to handle that game and then i think they have the wherewithal to get themselves into a position for big prizes
1: all right we'll see because our man sam donald continues to throw interceptions seven on the season and they haven't been able to run the rock yes. the last two so ball far, games no luke falk yeah in the manner in 1. which they 9 did the and first and
0: 3.5 yards per carry in the last two games that's not very good you don't uh, think
1: they haven't uh, been able 71 versus texas 71 yards running. That was I it. 1.9 per carry.
0: Yeah, that hey, was are it. are
1: you guys going to be a, a, a thing now in the morning? No, no, no. This is it. This is all we can take. This Wait is a it. minute. I had a song for you. Oh, <laughs> hell no. Bye, Rick. I had a song for you. Hang on. Hang on. You better hurry up. We got 20 seconds.
0: <laughs> it's mornings with Brian and Randy. They're loaded with savvy and wit. Enjoy mornings with Brian and Randy, but wear boots cause they're full of...
2: (laughs) Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: Thank you, brother. Appreciate nice. you. <laughs> That's all I got for you, man. Thanks, thanks Rick. Rick Moisel, CBS Sports College Football Analyst. Randy, thanks, man, so much Thank for you. these last two days. Thank really you. appreciate you. Get back down to Atlanta safe. I hope PDB. Gio, I, I hope Gio's beard grows back fast. <laughs> P D B, Mikey B, uh Jack Alone, Billy Jack Alone and all you listen. Appreciate you. We'll be back tomorrow. Gio and Jones, CBS Sports Radio.